Welcome to the St Albans podcast, bringing you news, views and reviews for the city and district of St Albans. Welcome along to another edition of the St Albans podcast with me, Danny Smith. Coming up uh, this time round, we're going to be talking to Kevy Lynch, uh, a local musician, artist and broadcaster who has an exhibition coming up uh, later this month. Uh, we'll find out more about that later on. Uh, use the word later quite a bit there, but somebody who's never late, he's always on time, makes me feel shameful in my timekeeping. It's none other than your friend of mine, Matt Adams. Hello. Oh, you stumbled over that, didn't you? I did, didn't I? <laughs> So I'll tidy it up in the edit and then no one will know what you're talking about. How are you? Yeah, lovely. Nobody cared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Story one, please. Yes, right. Well, um, I, this sort of went over my head a bit. Um, did you know that St. Auburn City did this, like, um, a game for Ukraine um, earlier, or well, last month it was? Yeah, vaguely. Dagenham and Redbridge. Right. Yes, I was aware of it. Yeah, well, um, it was um, like a big, you know, one of those big sort of charity matches with a, um, a bit of a fun day. So they had like um, a um, crossbar challenge, a halftime penalty competition and auctions of kit and all this sort of stuff. Uh, Chris Batten, who's the bassist with Enter Shikari, the team sponsors, he made his match debut during the game. Okay. <laughs> uh, which the um, the the team the um, sorry the band said um, following this performance, Chris has taken the difficult decision to end his professional professional football career on this incredible high, and will retire to continue his dream of gainful employment in the inter- entertainment industry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, all joking aside, they raised over twelve thousand pounds, which is a staggering amount of money, um, and you know, really worth celebra- celebrating, really, because. I think, you know, sometimes we forget how much um, St. Albans City uh, do in the local community mm. and, you know, the, the different events that they, they they do for charity and you know, prostate cancer events and all sorts of things. And this is another one of those. And it's just really, really great to see that they had such a, a level of support. Yeah, I mean, I think their fortunes have improved for them dramatically in many senses of that word following their, their wonderful FA Cup run this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that Absolutely. that was uh, something, and, and apparently they've been enjoying phenomenal gates. You know, they've never seen as many people regularly going to Clarence Park to watch football as they have this season. I know. I think it's, it's you know, it's obviously a, it showed people that you know there is a great lot of entertainment to be found in you know um, grassroots football. Yeah, yeah, and, is it and grassroots. Do you call it grassroots? Or I is it guess. So. I mean, yeah. the, the, well, or I mean, jump to the goalpost. Yeah, but well, no, I guess it kind of. Oh, it's two people not knowing the first thing about football talking about this now, but it is. Um, you know, it, it's it's non-league football, and there'd be an awful lot of people who who would follow the fortunes of Man City or Liverpool or Chelsea or whoever it may be, but wouldn't consider a team as local to them as St Albans City because they they're not featured in the in the top four leagues of professional football. Mm. But in many ways, you know, you're you're getting an experience that's completely removed from what you see on the um, with the you know the big games because you know you might know some of the players, you certainly might know the you know the owners, and you uh, you are you're there, in every sense you know, you're closer yeah. to them because you yeah. could you can pretty much have a chat with them from the sidelines. <laughs> you can you know you, you, you know I've seen it on more than one occasion where perhaps a, a fan would be chatting with a player as they come off the pitch or something you know and 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 sometimes they have nice things to say, um, but but you know it, it is a completely different experience and and yes, yeah, St Albans City and you know through through all the people down there and Lawrence Levy in particular they, they've always had something of a 
you know, very much a, a, a community conscience, you know, and, and yes, they've always tried yeah, to be supportive. Yeah. Yeah. So well done to them for that. I think it's really, really good news. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful stuff. So that was them raising a, a small fortune uh, for the, from their recent um, uh, match for Ukraine. We'll have more news from uh, your friend of mine, Matt Adams, in a moment. Joining us now on the St. Albans podcast is a very old uh, colleague and and, uh, and an old friend of mine. Um, it's uh, it's Kevy, Kevin Lynch, uh, who uh, was a colleague of mine back in another place at another time. We won't talk about that. But um, but, you know, he's, he's been a local broadcaster. He's been. A, a jack of all trades and he's mastered a few of them as well rather annoyingly um about that. <laughs> well, in my in my from my knowledge kevy you have written at least one book you have uh done a massive fundraising effort where you you traveled across across america you certainly traveled yeah. a major route in america you yeah. yeah you know you you had a very successful uh local radio show you um uh, have written music you've produced um produced music as well you've performed locally in lots of different places and now you're an artist as well there you are have, I, you have are. I missed anything out that was a build well i'm actually a builder aren't i as well yeah Very but you're rubbish at that so no, i believe no, that no, no 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 uh I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's tried it. A, tried a few things. Yeah. Well, you've got to keep trying. You know. Well, you know, you, you always, you always seem to do that. You, you always. Mm. You, you, one, one of the things I've always sort of remember of you, Kevy, is that you, you, you had a creativity. You had a, a, a passion to express yourself in creative ways. And you, you, you were proving that you were more than just a builder. You know, you, you had so mm. many other strings to your bow, and and if I had to describe you, I would have said you were a square peg in a round hole you'd be right <laughs> which coincidentally is the title of your um exhibition that you have coming up on the 28th of may is that right that's right yes yes at the um collective gallery down hollywell hill okay uh so um i've never even heard of this place and then another guest a couple of weeks ago um they, they've just had a, an exhibition there to raise awareness of me and that was in the very same place and i believe that's just leaving it now i guess as you're preparing to go in that's right yes definitely so i'm in i'm in tomorrow starting setting up and everything so um okay. but it, it's been it's been there for a year uh aisha's fantastic she's done a lot of the things on the railings you see around and got quite in with st albans beard and st albans council and she she organized all the art week stuff and did a load of stuff with that and the market and i think she's going to be doing a, an art market once right. a month so now this is an art exhibition but mm. You've not um, put down your, your your musical instruments. In fact, you've integrated music into this exhibition, haven't you? That sounds quite interesting. Yeah, well, I, I, when I write a song, I usually, or or vice versa, do a painting. I, I mean, lockdowns make me even more, do more and more paintings and stuff. But I, um, yeah, I always do a, a painting to accompany the song. And the songs are very important, lyrically very important to me. So, um yeah, and I think it, you can see it in in what I do. So, how long have you been an artist? I don't know. Um, I've, I've I've always liked painting, but I've never really been serious about it. I think with the building, I do landscaping, so like creating curved walls and things like that. So I've got that sort of yeah, I like that side of things, doing something different. Do you remember so, when you first created a piece of art that you showed someone else? Uh, probably. About 20, 25 years ago, I was, I'd seen some artwork and I, I thought, oh, that's not very good. So I got some aerosol paints and did some stuff. I've still got that somewhere. 
it's not in here actually, <laughs> but it, it's, <laughs> and I said, there are, that's what you call art, but it, uh, it wasn't. So I don't know. I suppose uh, my dad, my dad dying uh, about six years ago, I actually wrote a song about my dad and I hadn't played in band for like 20 years either. And uh, everyone said, get back in a band. And I did a little sketch, the most simple sketch of like, like a matchstick man with a dad holding a kid's hand with big smiles on their face. And that I think that was probably the thing that I thought, yeah, that, that means it, it means something, you know, if you look at that. So the song goes with it. And coincidentally, the art of grieving is starting up at uh, the museum for the next three months, uh, Thursday night. Um, I, the song Dad is actually going to be on a listening post in there as well. So, so I'm pleased by that. Okay, we're going to have more from uh, our, our special guest, Kevy Lynch, a little bit later on this week's show. Hi, I'm Chris Aikman. Join me, local author Howard Linsky, and St Albans podcast producer Sam Rolfe for this St Albans Film Guide. Each week, one of us will guide you through the new releases at the cinema and on streaming services. We'll also give you our choice of the best films to watch on UK free-to-air TV for the forthcoming week. So if you're a film lover, join us for a chat about all things movie-related every week as part of the St Albans podcast. New episodes will be released every Friday morning. For more information, visit stalbanspodcast.com or find us where any good podcasts are found. We're back now with more from Matt Adams. Right. Well, we're staying in Clarence Park, funny enough. And this is a, um, uh, a row over the oversized deck chairs, which have been uh, put up there every summer for the last few years, back back since the pandemic, to be fair, uh, summer 2020. Uh, these were installed free of charge by Italian restaurant and cafe Verdi's. Um, just for people to use, even if they weren't buying anything from the restaurant, um, they said, you know, they at, at, when the pandemic hit, it was it was a real sort of you know centre of um, of the local community, and people um, were going there that weren't meeting other people, and just you know, it, it was it was a great situation. Anyway, they they put these ditches in, and now they've been told they have to they have to come out. Oh. I know. And this apparent, according to the council, Josie Maddock, uh, Councillor Josie Maddock, who's chair of the Clarence Park Consul- Consultative Forum, she said it, it's a breach of their license because it was outside the area they're permitted to put tables and chairs. Um, the people, per- people's perception were they, because they belong to Verdi's, they had to buy something to sit on them. And there were issues with health and safety because, you know, deck chairs can be a bit vicious on the fingers and, you know, it was um, it was a risk to people that use them. So they said, you know, there needs to be a whole discussion and, you know, potentially they can bring them back if this is sorted out. Verdi, sure. however, refute oh. this claim. <laughs> right, OK. <laughs> they say that there's nothing on their lease or license that says they can't lend anyone a chair for use in the park. Um, they've had no formal approach to stop using this. There's been no uh, nothing about health and safety and no instruction until after they've been told to stop. So no discussion or negotiation or solution offered. And anyway, the chairs are covered by their public liability insurance. So um, even if someone did injure them, they would take the blame. So they sort of say, well, the only, you know, one solution might be they rent them out for a pound and donate the mar- money to charity. Then that gives the hirer the overall responsibility for the chair. But it does seem my right to do, to be fair. Well, I mean, before I heard Verdi's response to that, I would have thought surely the simplest way that could be resolved is a little sign that says, you know, kindly provided by Verdi's restaurant for the use of anyone in the park. And, you know, the user accepts all responsibility, something like that. Yeah, and that's all that would it would have so needed. Simple, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot more to it. Than that. There's the 
there's like a, a, some strong residential protests in that area. Um, the football club are running run aground of them before, and you know they want they have a particular vision for the park, and they don't you know they don't believe that anything different should really um, really happen. I mean, uh, the, it comes under the idea of commercialization of Clarence Park. See, when during the lockdown, Verdi's were, were so active again in the community where that they were um, they were getting groceries and people could go in and buy groceries from them. Mm-hmm. You know, right mm-hmm. at the beginning of lockdown, there was a lot of shops that weren't allowed to be open and there was all sorts of people worrying about supply issues and supermarkets selling out of things. And, and Verdi's were, were, were selling all sorts of groceries, you know, uh, yeah, and, and yeah. like a little kind of market type of thing going on. And and were so proactive and then as things started to ease and we were allowed to meet people outdoors you know clarence park was full of people um i remember i met with you at one point and, yeah and yeah and one of it your families line, yeah <laughs> it was it was you know and there were so many people there and it was lovely to see all this um activity going on when, when you, you needed something yeah one yeah. could and argue bought- when it wasn't being provided elsewhere Absolutely. They fought long and hard to get a license to be able to sell alcohol and, you know, beyond, you know, give takeaway service. And when they got that, it was it's like another wall. Yeah. And now they're trying to, they, I don't know if you went along to any of the jazz afternoons they did on a, on a Sunday last year. Right. Uh, which were, you know, free concerts, had a, a band there. Uh, really, really nice. Uh, now they're applying for that, like the license to do that again. And they're worried they're going to hit the same opposition. Yeah. I mean, th- I know that the football club, had a very small number of, of residents who lived nearby who objected to living near a football club, which yeah. is the exact same argument as, as those who live <laughs> near a pub who then object to there being a pub next to them. You know, if you don't like it, don't move there. The, the, the football club's been at that space for nearly a hundred years, I think possibly longer. Absolutely. And, and, and yeah, if, if you, yeah, it really does beggars belief if people don't like living next to it. Yeah. I mean, Verdi's even offered to pay for the landscaping returfing of the area around um, where they're based, which the councillors ag- um, ag- agreed, and then it was turned down on the basis that they didn't want our money. <laughs> wow! I know. I mean, it's it's just it, it's really kind of it's. In fact, the more you think about it, the more infuriating it is because you've got Verdi's. It wasn't that long ago we were talking about the Farmer's Boy, and they're getting you know, a very small minority of residents causing them all sorts of problems. And I, and I gather their problems haven't gone away. They've got to no, go to court, no. I think, and they've, there's a court date coming up. And, yeah, and it seems to be the same across the city. And it's really, you know, a, a minority are making it unpleasant for the majority. I, I don't get how few people can make, can wield such power. It doesn't seem, doesn't seem fair. No, 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 no. So hopefully this, you know, this situation can be resolved because it will be, you know, just unnecessary to, you know, to that become a permanent thing. They're not there now, the dead chairs, but they've been t- taken away. Right. So, um, yeah, hopefully they'll be back soon. Well, let's hope that Verdi's can, um, you know, c- can be able to continue to be a great sort of asset in that community there because they're, they're doing good things and the council should be looking at how to help them with that, not putting barriers yeah. in their way. Yeah, ironically, this, you know, in their rent negotiations, the council are trying to charge them thousands of pounds more because they sell ice creams. <laughs> so it's, it's commercial is okay in one respect when, when it's bringing money in for SADC, but not in others. It is, um, yeah. There you go. Well, I'm sure that if there's, I think, in fact, I think I've just noticed at the bottom of your article, there is a, a petition that people can sign if if they wish yeah. to. And I'll make sure the link's in our description here as well. Um, but sure, you can you find did. that heartsad.co.uk and you can find that and more as well. We'll have one more news story from Matt Adams in a moment. 
Kevy's exhibition, A Square Peg in a Round Hole, is from the 28th of May through to the 3rd of June, and it's at the Collective Gallery on Hollywell Hill. We'll put the details in the uh, episode description of this here podcast. So you just look in the description or look on our website, sanormanspodcast.com, and you'll find all the information. So um, at what point, Kevy, was were you aware that you were going to create an, a, an exhibition and also, when did you realise that music was going to be integral to it? Uh, I, I'd done a co- couple of pieces last year, probably 18 months ago. And lucky they were up in St Albans. St Albans Arts team put a piece up, I'd submitted, and, and the Collective Gallery done one as well. And then that's what, I think that gave you a lot more confidence, you know, to to try something. And, and, and they're always... I think one of the paintings I put up there was... Um, I, I'd done this like song, Born to Moan, and it was basically about people on Facebook and everything, <laughs> like moaning about helicopters, uh, potholes, and market stalls. That was the... So I'd done it, and it was displayed in St. Albans. It just made me laugh that it was actually there. But, like, sitting on the bench, I'd done, like, some uh, some kids, like, just down the side, all, all different ethnicities and everything, and different uh, sexual... So I all sitting together. And to me, it was like, you know, some people like to moan about things, this, that, and the other, but the kids don't. But you know, they're just happy to be with each other. You know, they care about each other. They don't care about these issues. So things like that. My songs are always, yeah. I think a lot of them are very. I wouldn't say I'm political. I'd say I care. So if that puts me on a certain persuasion. I don't know. No, okay. Um, so, uh, but 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 going back to my my question, which you haven't answered by the way, so maybe uh, politics politician. is in your future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but at what point then did you think? Do you know what? I want to do an exhibition. And then at mm. what point was it that you actually thought this is going to music's going to be very much a part of this art exhibition? So it was probably probably about a year ago that I I thought, well, I've got I've got a few a few paintings and I've got a few songs that. So probably at the last two years, I've been painting a lot and everything seems to relate to a song. So I just had this vision in my head of um, having the painting like with the lyrics displayed beside it. So you can look at the painting, then then display it. Then I and then I, I, I spoke to the record company and said, I've got this idea. Could we put, you know, I'll do a playlist or something. And they said, no, we'll put an album out. If you do it, we'll put an album out of it. So, so the theory, now you can you bring your headphones or whatever it's on spotify apple and everything so so okay. you can you can look at it read it and, and hear it so i just thought it would be something it's probably been done i don't know but i think yeah that's that's where it come about and then i approached the gallery i was hoping to get in there sooner but lucky for me they said oh no it'll be you know this time coming up now which has probably helped me because i was doing too many other things as well okay. so it's been busy so part of the idea is is perhaps to take some headphones with you and to take your your yeah. your sort of phone or your your device and, yeah. and listen to the playlist as you're walking around experiencing yes. the art. Yeah, that's okay. the, that's the idea. If you All listen right. to the whole playlist, you'll be there for seventy four minutes. But it's just you know I don't know. But I've also um, I've done a booklet as well to go with it that you could buy. Um, that's got all the art in it and all the lyrics and then my take on it, which will be available. Okay, is that available at the gallery? It'll be at the gallery, yeah. So, okay, um, yeah. so we'll put the link to the um, to, to the playlist in in this episode description as well, and yeah. any other relevant info I get out of you, we'll, we'll bung that in there and all. Lovely, uh, but uh, but Kevy, this does sound really quite. I mean, you you said that you don't know whether this is this is original, whether it's been done before or not. It sounds pretty original. 
you know, and, and certainly it might be original for the area because I don't know how many other exhibitions of this nature St. Albans has hosted before. So, so you know, all power to you for coming up with that and um, coming up with this sort of multi um, visual experience, you know, a bit of sound, bit of vision and, and, and a lot of Kevy. Um, yeah, certainly a lot of Kevy. <laughs> and it, it, it's very hard to describe what, what sort of style I painted as well because I just, I just like to be myself. So, I just paint however I'm feeling. I'm probably a bit child childlike if I painted, but then I was a child. So, um, and then the music is very cross general as well. You know, if I want to record a rap song or a punk song or an indie song, I'll, I'll just do it. So, you know, it's it's very it's like yeah, it's like a greatest hits. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and uh, and what's next for you, Kevy? Next, um, well... Um, you seem to be a man who always has a project on the horizon. Well, Saturday we're, I'm playing at the Plough and Harrow Music Festival in Harpenden. Oh, OK. At, at 7 o'clock. That's, OK. Uh, that, I've got a single out on Friday with the Determinated. That's the band I'm playing at the is moment. That, is that this, this coming week? That's because this coming week, Because yep. being a podcast and all, Kevy, you'd be very no, well aware is. that, that people is. might be listening to this at any it given is. time. So we're ah. talking about uh, the, the, the 20, Friday the 28th. Is it the 28th? 27th. 28th. 27th. No, 28th is the Friday. Well, today's... Well, Wednesday, the day this goes out, is the 25th. So right. 27th is Friday. Yeah, so um, it's the 28th, Saturday. So you're performing on the on, on Saturday the 28th, and but the single's coming out on Friday the 27th? Yes, yes, right. yes. Okay. So, so um, that's at the Plough and Harrow Music Festival. Seven o'clock we're on. Okay. And, and then I'm just in the art show for the week. And then on... Thursday, they've got the big Jubilee celebration coming up in St Albans. So, um, so that's uh, Thursday, the second of June. That's right, and I I'll be uh, presented on the stage, the main stage. So, okay, yeah, yeah. right. If you want to know more, go to the website kevylynch.co.uk. Not Kenny Lynch, that's a different one. kevylynch.co.uk. You will find the link to that in our episode description right now as well and also on our website at stanalbanspodcast.com. And you can also find out more about the exhibition and other things coming up at the Collective Gallery on their website, collectivegallery.co.uk. Kevy, it's been lovely to catch up with you again. And uh, thank, thank you. you for sharing with us what you've been up to. And when you've next got something um, ready for, for, for public consumption, will you come back and tell us all about well, it? I think I've said to Sandra, I'm going to take it easy after this six months I've had. So um, I don't know what I'm going to be doing for a while. I've, I've got a few gigs, but nothing nothing else. But I'll I'll give that a week and then she'll have had enough yeah, of you. Yeah, and she'll yeah, want you back yeah, in the yeah, shed probably, doing something else. Probably, probably. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All the best to Sandra and the family. And, and right. Kevy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this with us today. Right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hi, I'm Elspeth Jackman, inviting you to listen to my podcast, One to One with Elspeth. Find a local person with a story and I'll be there to draw out all those little details you want to know about. If I'm fascinated, so will you be. Each week I'll be talking to an interesting character who has a tale to tell. And the beauty of it is you can listen whenever you want to. To find the podcast, go to your podcasting platform of choice and search for The St Albans Podcast. Alternatively, go to stalbanspodcast.com slash Elspeth. That's one-to-one with Elspeth, part of the St Albans Podcast in association with the Hearts Advertiser. You never know, you could be my next guest. One more news story now from Matt Adams from the Hearts Advertiser. Matt. 
Right, well, this uh, Friday is uh, St Albans Pub Pride. It's the uh, second of these. It's a celebration, really, of um, the LGBTQ plus community, um, uh, promoting diversity and inclusion and all the all the decent things in, in the world across the city. Um, and this is kicking off at St Saviour's Church, where um, we spoke to their vicar, uh, Father Richard Watson, um, about diversity within Christianity. And the relationship between heteronormativity, which is the assumption that everyone is or should be straight, and the church. And he was really, really insightful and really, you know, he's very, very proactive. He said, you know, he, he wants to offer a true welcome to members of the LGBTQ plus community. I'm, I'm not going to say that again. I'll just say the community because otherwise I keep repeating myself. Um, and he says that, you know, although Christians have a range of responses to sexuality matters, he thinks, you know, things within the Church of England are changing. Um, he says that they take seriously the verse that says God is love and those who live in love live in God and God lives in him, which is at the beginning of marriage services. And he says it's, it's ludicrous and untenable for the church to die, deny equality in marriage to same-sex couples. And they want to be, you know, sort of embracing this whole issue and, you know, confronting um, how they interpret teachings in the light of modern living and understanding. You know, rather, he's, he said it's easy to pick and choose which bits of the Bible they pick up and run with. And he said, maybe we should pay as much attention to those verses which prohibit the wearing of clothes made for mixed fibres or not eat self, uh, shellfish. So this is, um, you know, this is a really proactive vicar there. He's doing really, you know, making making a name for himself in this sort of respect. Yeah, I, I mean, thing is he's not on his own by a long shot it, it's just it's a shame that the perhaps to those who who don't go to church who are not of faith have this view that 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 christians all you know are very um conservative in their views when in mm. fact it is pardon the pun a very broad church and most christians would be very welcoming and accepting of people from, from that community and um certainly in the church of england i think oh dear the last couple of um, bishops of St Albans have been uh, gay, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's but Father Watson says that um, a previous parish he worked with, some members of the clergy refused to work with him because of his theological understanding of sexuality. So he's he's you know he's confronted this a lot. Yeah. Over his, well, of course, over there will career. be those who would have very different views and 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 feel very strongly about them as well. But uh, I would say, that in my experience, the majority of Christians would be be right with um with father watson there on that but you go to quite sort of progressive and you know forward-thinking churches don't we have you know there are some that are very very set in their ways aren't they there, and they there take, are, take everything as, as literally as gospel well but, well there are but but also i think I, I wouldn't say so much this about going to a progressive church but i think within most churches there are a range of views and but mm-hmm. i think generally there is a view of acceptance for for, for yeah. all yeah, the, the, without trying to get all preachy about this, you know, the, the first thing that Christ told followers was to love everyone. You know, not not yeah. judge them, not not make a decision that you don't think their lifestyle's right. It was love them, and and yeah, you know, that's what matters first and foremost. And and other yeah. and other faiths have the exact same philosophy. You know, love everyone. Yeah, would you say that other faiths are more embracing? or less i do, i suppose it depends where you go doesn't it really? I, I, I think it really yeah. does i don't feel yeah, qualified to comment right yeah. i don't want to comment on that one way or the other <laughs> but i know that that all all you know faiths all believe in love you know and it's yeah. it's it's you know uh, uh, acceptance and openness is something that is not unique to the christian church um, but yeah. it's wonderful that um, that St. Saviour's are, are, are right in the middle there of, of St. Albans Pride. 
and uh, yeah and there's loads of stuff going on over uh, especially on friday night and throughout the you know the following week or so okay um so you know check out their website uh, the link of which i don't have um pride.org or something like that it's nothing like I'm that sure at all it's pub Pro- i'm sure you'll put in the description of this podcast pubpride.com i think was what you meant to say that's it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's it okay and and yes yeah, so um, that starts on friday the 27th of may with an event at saint savior's church on sandpit lane uh, yeah, so um, head along there or visit one of the other venues that's taken part. Okay, great stuff. Matt, thank you very much. If you want to find out more about what's happening in our local area, do check out the Hearts Advertiser. Uh, new editions come out each and every Thursday, uh, which you many houses locally will get delivered. If you don't, you can pick up copies from lots of places locally, supermarkets and the like have copies of them. But you can also go online where it's completely free to have a look at and uh, you can find the e-edition uh, at heartsad.co.uk. Thanks also to Kevy Lynch and uh, his exhibition. The details are also in the description of this podcast episode right now. Coming up later in the week, we have the St Albans Film Guide with Sam Rolfe. Uh, that comes out on Friday. On Sunday, there's another Dagnall Street Baptist Church virtual service. And we're back doing this all over again around about the same time next week. Say goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Matt. Knew you were going to do that. (laughs) Such a child. Thanks for listening to this edition of the St. Albans Podcast with Danny Smith. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or a podcast platform of your choice. This will help us reach more listeners. Join us, the St. Albans Podcast, next Wednesday for more news, views and reviews. In the meantime, commit no nuisance. Produced by Samantha Rolfe. Logo and artwork by David Ellis. This is an independent production in association with the Hearts Advertiser. If you would like to become a community partner or a sponsor of the podcast, please visit stalbanspodcast.com for more details.